Hello, everyone. So today I am very excited to present the Arcturians who's going to talk about how we create our own reality bubble. This is one of my favorite topics because it involves parallel realities, concepts about our own auras and many other things that I'm honestly not clear about, which I'll get to know once the transmission starts. So I get to learn as much as you do in every transmission. So please ask your questions because that allows me also to learn new things and newer information comes through so i'm very very excited what's going to come through today and yeah i will see you at the end once the transmission is over so towards the end usually i answer some of the questions that you may have for me not the Arcturians in case if you did not understand something or you want to clarify something or you want to ask me any questions, you can do that towards the end. Uh, so the session format is going to be a 15, 20 minutes of monologue where the Arcturians are going to talk about today's topic. Then after that, we are going to take the questions. And after the questions are done, then we are going to have a permission slip as to something a technique or a method that you can use to raise your vibration uh so yeah this is the format and i hope you have fun mm Greetings. We are the Arcturians, and it is a great pleasure to talk with you today in this manner. How are you all doing? Well, thank you. We, yeah, we're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Great. So, a lot of you on earth have been asking us though you don't know you're asking us you have been praying to understand more of god more of yourself and more of how you are in control of your reality hence we decided 
to give you a good idea how you are creating your own reality bubble so that you know that you have full control over your life and that you are not influenced by what you know as karma from the past or other people that you know of. The process we are going to talk about, some of you may have heard or have familiarity with. Nevertheless, we found reiterating certain things that you already know has been most helpful in reconnecting you with something what you already know. Notice how you feel when this information reaches you. If you feel good when you are hearing us, and if it resonates you, remember that's your soul's truth. So let us get started. What you know as your reality is very similar to what most of you have seen about movies. In your earlier days when your movies were invented, it was a frame-by-frame -frame animation. Each frame is a static photo of the entire scene of the movie. And then there is another photo, and there is another photo, and each photo is slightly different from each other. When movies were created, these static photos or frames were played very rapidly, which created this illusion of movement. And hence, the movies looked very real in life. It was able to replicate life on your artificial movie screens. As you know that art imitates life, this is exactly how you live in your reality. You are also living a movie where every Planck's time is one moment where one frame of you exists. So let us give us an example. There is one frame where the channel looks like this, which is a static photo-like frame, except that it is in 3D reality. Then there is another photo where the channel has moved a hand a little bit, and 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 a little bit. 
when you are looking at these frames at a very rapid speed, it creates an illusion of motion in real life. So what your soul is doing is experiencing reality frame by frame, billions of frames per second. Each frame relates to a different earth. You are not on the same earth moment to moment. This frame exists on one earth. The frame and the next moment exists on a different earth. The frame, the next moment, exists on different earth. So your soul is moving these frames towards it using the law of attraction. Your soul is becoming the vibration which it needs to attract a specific frame towards it. So the frames are moving through you in a very rapid succession, so fast that it gives an illusion of smooth, fluid motion. This is how we want you to understand the law of attraction. You attract the reality that you are the vibration of and not the other way around. This is what gives you control over your reality. Based on your thoughts, your emotions, your belief systems, you resonate or vibrate at a specific frequency and you attract the frame which is of the same vibration towards you and the next frame and the next frame and the next frame with slight changes in your own vibration so slight that it is very difficult to quantify it can still be quantified so your vibration is not static. You are constantly being changing your own vibration. It's very fluid. You are changing billions of times a second. And based on your vibration, you're attracting a frame which resonates with your vibration to move through you, thus creating an illusion of solidity. This is not solid. I understand this is difficult for some of you to even consider. It is giving an illusion of solidity because it's moving so fast that it's creating a continuous surface. Your body is made up of energy which is which is vibrating at the slowest frequency possible there is another layer outside your body which is the etheric body which is slightly faster than your physical body when it comes to the vibration hence it is intangible 
but you can still see it if you focus on it. Then there are other layers to your body, like the emotional body or the astral body. Then there is the mental body. And finally, the spiritual body or the causal body, or what you also know as the soul. So the densest of vibration is at the center where your body is located. You are housed inside your soul. And you are constantly moving through parallel earths, through frames on parallel earths, very rapidly. There are many other dimensions around you, which we do not wish to talk at this point of time, which will be covered in our next transmission next week about dimensions and densities. But each of these layers of your body or your soul, however you wish to put it, represents a certain dimension in itself. In this way, you are experiencing what you chose to experience in this lifetime, frame by frame. When we talk about the frames, these frames are, like we said, static 3D photos through which your soul is moving through. And you cannot see the frame or experiencing experience the frame that you are not the vibration of. Your entire reality is experienced through your own vibration, which is why we keep telling you to change yourself if you want to change your life. Because the outside reality that you see is a reflection of your own vibration. For example, Let's say there are three versions of a person on three different parallel earth. In one version, the person is nice with you. The other version has a person who's angry with you. And the other version is neutral. Let's just play with something very simple. Now, they also have billions of parallel versions of them. But for simplicity's sake, we are going to just take a simple example. Now, if you contain anger in yourself, which version of that person do you think you are going to attract to yourself? Take a guess matching vibration. The person who is angry, when you are neutral, then instead of the angry version, you are going to attract the neutral version of the same person. So in reality, it may not seem different to you because both these versions look the same, but they are not of the same vibration. They are different vibration, even if they look very similar. And that's the same with you. 
you don't look the same moment to moment because each moment is a different you. So when you are creating negative circumstances in your life, it's because you contain certain things that you don't like about yourself. And you are going to attract exactly a version of other people in your life which matches that vibration, who's going to re-trigger the same feeling inside you by behaving in a way that creates those same feelings. This is the reason we insist on you working on yourself, on your traumas, on your limiting beliefs, on your negative emotions, on your thoughts. Because this is how you are responsible for creating your reality. This is not to make you feel bad about yourself. This is to help you understand that you have the full control. If you change yourself, you don't have to go around changing somebody else. The other people will reflect the change that you have made inside of you. Sometimes some people may come to your life to help you remember who you are and push you to create that change. And once that happens, they will leave because that is a soul contract you had with them. They came to create that change in you. And sometimes they may not be a positive experience. But it's going to create a change nevertheless because you wanted it. You co-created it. It wouldn't happen without your higher self's permission. Nothing happens without your higher self's permission. And at some level, you know it too. But in the physical reality, you wanted to experience and create who you are every moment. Hence, an illusion of forgetfulness and amnesia was created so that you can remember who you are, recreate who you are. So when you connect with your higher self, you will know the things that are happening with you were pre-planned by you because it was meant to help you realize who you are and that moment. And moment to moment, you're creating yourself and you can change anytime. So stop hanging around with your past and defining yourself based on your past or your future. Now is the only moment that is true and real. You have the opportunity to create yourself new every moment by asking the question, is this who I want to be? For every action, every thought, become more conscious about your reality creation. Become more cognizant how you are creating your reality because that is what is going to help you stay calm when you are facing challenges because know that you have created the challenge 
and the difficulty level of the challenge is same as what you can handle, even if you feel like this is unsurmountable, because you wouldn't be attracting something beyond yourself. It's always going to match your vibration. So take it up as a fun game, as a fun challenge to navigate, saying that I created it. It came here for a purpose. So what purpose is it going to serve in a way that is positive for me? Ask such questions when you face a challenge. And then you are going to be able to shift to a positive reality instead of a negative one. The reason why we say this is a reality bubble is because what you create or experience is happening within the container of your higher self. So the layers that we were talking about, the layers of your aura or yourself, is contained within the bigger container of your higher self. Your higher self is again contained within the bigger container of your oversoul. And there are many other souls who have similar containers of their higher self inside that oversoul container. When you are creating or co-creating a reality with somebody else, remember everything exists here and now, meaning your container and the other person's container are existing at the same place in different dimension and different frequency. That's why you're not able to experience them unless you become the same frequency as them. So it's like a light bulb switching on. It was dark all this while, so you couldn't see the other person. When it switches on, they are in your reality and they chose to co-create this reality with you. So now you are co-creating in your own containers, which happen to be in the same space and time, but slightly separated by frequency when you are not together. And when we say together, we mean physically together. See, so all the other souls have their own higher self containers, and they are existing at the same place that your container is. Same place. Same, 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 same. When your frequency and their vibration matches, that's when they come physically in your reality. Your parallel selves are also like this. They are existing in the same container, in the same place. And you're moving, you're bringing them through you. So we call this a reality bubble because your perspective and your vibration is very unique moment to moment. And it is never the same with another person, even if you have the same viewpoints or belief systems. You are not the same as another person. That's why you exist. Otherwise, you wouldn't have existed because there is no redundancy in nature, in the universe. They are having a very different perspective about the same situation both of you are co-creating, physically speaking.
even though you may agree on many things, their feelings, their experience, their understanding about something is going to be very different from another person or even you. Hence, your reality is different from theirs. And hence, you are in your own reality bubble, creating certain experiences and experiencing yourself who you are. Because in the spirit level, in the soul level, or the higher self level, you already know who you are. So you don't need to incarnate. Your soul chose to incarnate and also go through whatever hardship you have been through or whatever that may come because it allows you to realize who you are by first experiencing who you are not. You can make this process much more pleasant instead of having to go through all challenges and hardship. So, which is why we continuously keep talking about releasing your beliefs, your traumas, because that will make this process much easier and more pleasant to experience. So this is our this is the end of our monologue for today and we would like to take the questions now thank you so much that was great information and very clarifying i'm going to start asking the questions from the chat i'm going to start with james Hi, James, would you like to unmute yourself, please, and ask your question? Thank you. Hi, everyone, and uh, thank you very much for the monologue, uh, two wins. It was fascinating, really, really good. Um, I would like to just sort of do a bit of a deep dive on how our senses that we have are tuned to kind of like the specific frequency that we physically experience and and how there's a differentiation between inner and outer reality that we experience because i guess our outer reality is in a sense still us but in a higher frequency is that right could you frame your question in a different way so we you have the the physical self um within the physical body and then you have the perceived external reality and it, and I, I guess we have the physical sensations that you mentioned because of the vibrational frequency being matched um but how is the what's the mechanics behind the differentiation between the physical self that is our human body and the external reality and is that external reality kind of still us in a sense when you say external reality, do you mm -hmm. mean other people or anything else which yeah, are I not mean, living? Yeah, for example, the stuff in my bedroom, you know, the furniture, this kind of stuff, or outside the 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 grass, what you know, the external world. So those are co-creations between you and Mother Earth and the collective when another human is not involved again your higher self bubble is inside residing inside the 
higher self bubble of Mother Earth. Your Mother Earth also has a higher self and you are housed inside it. So, and then there is the collective consciousness of other humans. So when you chose to become physical, you agreed on certain things to be the same, like gravity, like grass, or the sky, or the birds, so that you don't have to focus on them all the time. They are there. Now what you control is the quality of experience you have. When you are in your bedroom, the objects that you have created is created by you. So those objects are contained within your higher self bubble. You are bringing them, you are creating them and bringing them inside in your own experience. You wouldn't have chosen them if those objects represented something else than who you are. So in a way, you are also influencing your external reality. Now, when you step outside your house and see the grass or the tree or the air or the sky, whatever, that is again influenced by what vibration you are. Are you going to see vibrant trees or are you going to see dying trees? Which version of trees are you going to see? That is again influenced by your strongest thought forms, your strongest vibrations, your strongest beliefs. So your external reality, even though the fundamental, the foundation, the basics have been influenced by the earth and the collective consciousness to some extent, it still is customized based on who you are and your current vibration. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Thank you. Um, with regards to the frames, are they kind of like a static framework in a sense and we just navigate through it then, our consciousness? Yes. Okay. So when, so is it true to say though that, you know, as you said, it was like billions of times per second the in terms of the movement. But could you say that there are the, the gaps between the frames, depending on the frequency of the consciousness, would it would find if it was a higher frequency consciousness, it would find other frames, or is that is is the frames always the same? It's just the frequency. Technically, there are no gaps between the frames. Like we said, they are already existing on top of each other, okay. mingled together, but they are separated by their frequencies. You may have difficulty imagining it if you're trying to imagine it with your space-time 3D understanding. Mm. So they are intermingled. They are not separate, yet separated by frequencies. Is it making sense? So it's just a different perspective on the, the same frames. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. because your perspective is defined by your beliefs. To give you a little bit of understanding how this motion through frames are happening, if you notice in the universe, nothing is static. 
the planets are moving, the sun is moving, darting across the galaxies. Everything is moving. So when the sun and the earth is moving through space, it is allowing you to move through those frames. So even if you're sitting and not going anywhere, you're still moving through frames because the earth and the sun is making you move through the frames in the physical reality from the physical linear perspective. Is it making sense? Yeah, yeah. And just really quickly, finally. So, so when you look at much higher consciousness, say galactic consciousness or even up to source level, they just contain more of the frames within their consciousness, right? All beings are moving through frames, mm. even us. We are more aware of it. That's the only difference. Okay, okay, I think I understand. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, James. Um, may I ask now, um, let's see, Joe, would you like to unmute yourself, please, and ask your question? I'm not sure if he's able to unmute. I might ask for him. Okay, he says, thank you for reading my question. Okay, I get occasional rashes on my face because of seborrheic dermatitis. I have also been working on childhood traumas. What kind of belief does this incurable disease arise from? How can I fully heal this? Are you having this only on your face or the entire body? Uh, let me know if he's able to answer that. Uh, face and head, he says. So when you have any kind of skin disease, it's more about you not being comfortable in your own skin, metaphorically speaking, and that manifests physically as skin diseases. So if you are having it on your face and your head, you are not comfortable with your skin or how you look in terms of your face or how you think. And that is manifesting as the skin irritations and the condition that you are talking about. And this will go away when you heal your traumas about how you look or how you feel about your face or yourself. That's all. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, now I'm going to ask a question that I posted here. Um, so talking about the different bodies that we have, you know, the physical, emotional, mental, um, and uh, the spiritual, um, I want to understand, do they have individual consciousness? That is part of your soul's consciousness. Your soul okay. 
when it's in the physical body has a specific perspective when it chooses to move to the etheric realm meaning in the etheric body or the actual body or the mental body it is switching perspectives it is simply moving to that specific zone and each of these bodies are a universe by itself with many things inside it so when you are doing astral projection you are switching off your perspective from your physical body and switching on your perspective in the astral realm and experiencing your life in the astral realm and encountering beings who are in the astral realm or operating from the astral realm perspective so you could see these layers as universes by themselves which are again connected to other people's universes so your astral body is connected to other people's astral body hence when you are astral projecting and somebody else is also astral projecting if your vibrations match you may meet is it making any sense yes yes it is uh and uh you know following this thought uh so when we are incarnated are we only able to go up to the perspective of the higher self from that body perspective yes when okay. you advance yourself pretty much you can also shift to the over self perspective it's kind of a promotion where you're not limited to the higher self when you have become so self-aware that now you are ready to become an oversoul by yourself so higher okay. self realization is not the ending there is more self-awareness about yourself required to shift to the oversoul's perspective and then the oversoul can again graduate and become a different higher perspective and this goes on okay so when uh, we are having experiences with our counterparts are we in the higher self level no no not in the physical realm okay where, you what are, level would that be? Okay. You are raising your vibration in the physical realm and you are basically unlocking your DNA, hidden act abilities. You're activating certain abilities to be able to communicate with the beings who already existed and who already wanted to talk with you, but you couldn't hear or perceive them because you hadn't raised your vibration. So this is the advantage of raising your vibration, doing the work on yourself, because that enables you to become more aware of who you are and self-awareness activates those abilities. And now you can hear the things that they were already transmitting now. Okay. So when we are communicating with our counterparts uh, are we using 
what part of the bodies? I mean, which body? The emotional, the mental, or the uh, soul? Depends on how much work you have done on yourself and which universe these beings okay. reside. Okay. So some of these beings are in the astral realm. Some of these are from the etheric or the earth realm. Some of them are from the mental realm. Some of them are from the soul level. So these beings exist in these different universes or levels. And depending on how much you have activate, activated your abilities, you can connect with these beings because they are connecting with you based on wherever they are because you are connected with them through the same universe, through the same bodies that you have, the astral or the mental or the spiritual or the etheric. Is that the same thing that happens when we are talking with our own self from uh, a parallel version of ourselves or maybe we would say the past or the future self of this life incarnation? Is that kind of like the same process? They are more in the physical world. So you could say in the physical realm, you're connecting to the parallel versions of physical realm instead of the etheric or the other bodies. Okay. Now, going back to the physical body, um, who is in charge of the automatic functions of the body? Is that Mother Earth? No, it's always you. Always us. Okay. Your physical. Oh, the heart beating. Yeah, those are managed by your body consciousness or your chakra. Your body consciousness is managed by your chakras and your meridians. Those are automatic processes. Your reality shifting is also managed by your chakras. So they are very much in alignment with your soul. So they are slightly different consciousness, you could say, than your soul. But Would you say, OK, go ahead. I was going to ask, would you say that um, the body is um, a uh, organic computer that comes already set up and then we basically tap into unlocking the, uh, you know, features, let's say, or updating softwares? <laughs> I mean, Using we have designed... The software reference, you have designed your own body your soul designed it based on the information available in the akashic record or the library of information which is basically the information available in the here and now it downloads whatever information it needs and chisels out what kind of body you would need to experience in this lifetime Hence, your body is always engineered, keeping your purpose in mind and is suited for your purpose. It is designed that way. Interesting. So is it right to say that we are basically a, an idea expressed? Yes, exactly. Okay. Wow, your thank you so is much. A perspective that your soul wanted to experience, a specific perspective which has forgotten what is God or what is it. 
and it is operating from that perspective. Yes. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to move on now uh, with Vincent. Uh, Vincent, please uh, unmute yourself and ask your question. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, do all levels of source have the same frame rate? The frame rate is decided by you. So the frames are static by themselves. If you are vibrating faster or if you create very drastic changes in yourself, you are going to jump frames instead of moving through them sequentially. This is what is known as teleportation. You are teleporting all the time when you are moving these frames through you. So when you make a drastic frequency change, then you attract a drastic frame, which is not in smooth succession. So the speed or the kind of frames you attract is depending on you. So do you have, as Arcturians, do you have the same frame rate as we do? Or do you move through the frames more rapidly? More slower. rapidly, because we vibrate faster. That's why we do not have a physical body. But you could generate a body if you wanted, could you? Yes, we do occasionally, if the need be. Say, if we have to do an open contact with the humans at some point in time, we will have to let's say create an illusion of a body so that you can interact with us that way so is that related to the dna is that the formula if you like that you use to create a body obviously according to science and my understanding we do that as our blueprint almost so how does that filter down from the soul level if you like into the physical third dimension is that via the dna or via the chakras or what's that mechanism we don't have physical bodies hence we do not have chakras when we have to create an illusion of a body we can do whatever we wish because our makeup is not based in genes so as to speak the DNA is more connected to the physical aspect of the genes defining how you look and how you are. We are more about frequencies. And yes, we do have very unique and specific frequencies, but they are not dictated by genes. They are dictated by something else, which is also non-physical in nature. So where does our soul come from? What is our soul actually? The soul is another perspective of the higher self. All these bodies and all these auras that we spoke about that you have are different perspectives about yourself. Oh, thank you. 
Thank, Thank you, you Vincent. <laughs> uh, James, would you please unmute uh, yourself and ask your question? Thank you. Thanks. So, non-physical beings then um, can. Am I right in saying they can move freely to any point in the overall static framework of creation or of all that is? They have complete free reign in a sense. Yes, for to be able to do that, we also have to learn how to manage our own vibration because movement is again based on vibration. Okay. E even non-physical, yes. there's still a, li a limit then in terms of the frequency. We wouldn't say it's a limit in that sense. If we have to access information higher than us, then we have to again raise our vibration. Right now we are in the ninth dimension. But just like you, we also want to go to the 10th dimension. So if we have to move to a physical location of the 10th dimension, it's basically unlocking something that already exists, but we have not become that vibration yet. So we cannot explore anything above the ninth dimension yet. We have to raise our vibration and we do so by helping you. So ninth dimension and below, we have a free reign. We have to become the vibration to unlock the location where we want to be in because every frequency has its locational variable. So every frequency is a different location. So we have to make ourselves that vibration to be where we want to be. Is okay. it making sense? Yeah, yeah, that, that really does. So from the point of view of um, source or all that is, can you say that that's literally just one particle? That's not even a particle. That's what would we you do say? You humans don't have a word for it. It's much, okay. much, much lesser. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it like a unit of consciousness then? Something like that? Would that be closer to? No, because huh? there are beings who are even more smaller than you can think, who are smaller mm. than your atoms, who are smaller than your molecules. And then there is infinite degree of smallness than that okay okay I've, I've got one other question with regards to an out-of-body experience if, if i may ask that quickly um so i i know that i sort of move or project myself to the realities where my sort of yayel family and, and hybrid children are but on one occasion i had a very strange experience where i went through a kind of horizontal transition for a, a short a few seconds and then the environment that I came into kind of at first resembled a room with some different beings walking around it but then what do you I, mean by horizontal transition I I, can't, I have a sensation of coming out of my physical body and then kind of floating sideways and as I do that um, the experience of sounds and space around me shifts the vibration shifts and then i end up in the target destination wherever that may be like with my star family like the yayel for example right 
and I have a sense that I, I'm with them, I'm with different people, and there's a physicality to that experience through through the projected body that I'm tuned into. But on on this other occasion, uh, it wasn't that experience which I'm used to. It, it's like I came into this room, and then all of a sudden, what looked like a room and different beings walking around it became almost cartoon-like, and like, um, one being I actually saw transition from like what looked like a humanoid being and then it became like a like a cartoon letter or something it was completely insane and um but I was fully lucid and conscious in this was experience. it was it two-dimensional the cartoon no beings? no no it was three three-dimensional um but it just changed into this kind of like cartoon um uh, and and I just have no idea what was going on in that experience. I wondered if like you had we a... said that there are other beings who are here and now in the same space. So at that point, your vibration and those beings who can transfigure themselves in what you saw as three D cartoon like characters became the same vibration. So. That experience happened inside your room, thus giving an idea that you are in the here and now and you can access everything in this universe from this here and now in your room. Mm. That experience was meant to give you that perspective that you don't have to go very far. Yeah, yeah. Um, so was that basically just an extra dimensional experience that my conscious physical mind couldn't really translate yes. well? So it just came up with the best it could for that plate, yes. that vibration. Yes, it's in a different it's in a different dimension, and you saw how they can transfigure themselves. So that would give you a lot of ideas about the kind of beings that exist, what vibration you're matching to because at that moment what did you feel when you saw them in that um, way yeah great curiosity and and i guess excitement and fun was with it and i was just like what am i looking at what do you are you able to tune into what by what density that was that could have been those are fourth density beings Okay. If they were two-dimensional, we would have said two dimensions, the second dimensions only. But you said they mm. had three. three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, James. So I have a question regarding breathing. And my question is, uh, besides bringing oxygen, and energy to the body what are the other purposes of you know breathing um i do have a feeling that it could be some sort of um gateway to access your other dimensions your breathing has a direct influence on your vibration because your thoughts and emotions create a very specific pattern of breathing just like your fingerprints have very unique patterns and no two fingerprints can be same 
similarly your breathing pattern is also very unique and it is a signature of your vibration a person or even your parallel self who looks almost as same as you will still have a different slightly different breathing style than you a parallel self of you which has any illness will breathe slightly different than you so your breathing is like the signature of your vibration and not only it allows you to breathe in vitality globules or oxygen it also is an ability to control your body that is the only direct way you can control and manage your chakras which are usually automatic in nature and they are minding their own business and managing your body consciousness so when you work on your thoughts and emotions that also creates an effect on your aura and your chakras but physically speaking by manipulating how you breathe you have a direct control over your physical body thank you uh, uh so regarding this i heard once uh, that you know looking at animals for example uh, the animals that breathe faster they die faster like is there any correlation between breathing slower or faster uh you will kind of breathe your life out or like die fast because you no. breathe faster no. no okay no okay all right um so let's move on now marion has uh, a comment would you like to unmute yourself Let me see if I read. Yes. Oh, she's Hello. here. Hi. Uh, yeah, uh, I have no question. I was um, uh, during this transition, during listening to you, I became somehow so relaxed and tired. I think I fell asleep. Um, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I think I needed it, maybe something in your energy. Yes. Made that possible. Yes. When you are experiencing our energies, it can relax you. And it, if you are not familiar with us, your body simply absorbs this energy, relaxes, and goes to the snooze button on the in the snooze mode <laughs> and your soul is still hearing this conversation so you are not fully unconscious yeah uh snooze button that's um you nailed it with that yes <laughs> it yes. felt like the snooze button <laughs> yes um Thank you for explaining that. Of course. <laughs> it's a nice experience. Yes. Thank you, Marianne. Um, Vincent, would you like to unmute yourself, please, and ask your question? 
Yep, thanks, Letitia. The breath, how does that affect individuals when we have a synchronistic technique like for the permission slip? What's the mechanism there? How close do our frequencies align uh, and what other effects does it have on us? Were you talking only about the breath or the frequencies? The breath and in relation to frequencies. So, for example, when we do the permission slip, you will probably do the 1717 technique. So how does that affect our vibration? Do we come identical or extremely close? Or what's that mechanism that's operating there? When you do 7171 breathing, you are inhaling a lot of vitality globules and holding it for one second, thus allowing your chakras to absorb as much as it can in that one count of hold and inhaling a lot of vitality globules also relaxes your solar plexus chakras. If it is flared up, then you will be emotionally disturbed. So when you're inhaling a lot of air with the count of seven, which is quite a lot, it is almost four liters of air. It relaxes your nervous system because now all your chakras are receiving sufficient amount of vitality globules. It relaxes your body. It relaxes your fight and flight response. And when you're exhaling slowly for a count of seven, it is allowing your chakras to absorb even more vitality globules as you are slowly exhaling. It is also adjusting your frequency to a much more calmer, emotionally calmer state because it makes your solar plexus, if it is highly erratic and experiencing a lot of negative emotion, it makes it calm and go back to its normal size instead of being overactivated, which in turn changes your vibration and frequency because now you are going to be in a different emotional state with different kind of thoughts and hence your frequency changes so how is that, does that what you're looking for oh yes as well that was fantastic how does that relate to everybody else that's doing the identical technique at the same time or the same frame for example how does that affect the frame Since rate so since all of your frequencies are different, let's give an example. Say somebody who is vibrating at 167,000 cycles per second and another person who is vibrating at 90,000 cycles per second. When both of you are doing the same exercise, you are becoming emotionally calmer. And when you experience neutral or positive emotions your vibration raises so the person who was vibrating at 167,000 cycles per second now may go up to 169 or even 170 because now they are emotionally much more calm for a person who was at 90 it will go up to 93 or 94 you can make it even higher by smiling or laughing 
So the whole point of doing this exercise is to not only recenter your emotions, but also raise your vibration. Does that help explain? Uh, yeah, I, I suspect what I was getting at was doing the same technique at the same time. Does that create the same frequency for both people, regardless of where their starting frequency no. was? No. No. Both of them will not become 170 because your frequency is heavily influenced by your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions. That's the reason why you and them have different frequencies. Your thoughts and your beliefs will never be the same as the other person. Even if you have the same belief to the best of your ability, even then there will be slight differences. So if both of you are having the same thoughts and having the same belief system and even the same frequency to start with, then it may be possible to reach a similar or almost a same frequency. Yep, thank you for that. Thanks, Leticia. Thank you, Vincent. Um, I just want to touch base now with the timing. We are a little bit over one hour in the session. We do have more questions. How many more do questions we, are we taking? Do we have questions from the chat or Facebook? We have uh, in the chat and in the Facebook, both. How many do we have in the chat? One more in the chat. So we are going to take that one last question. Okay, thank you. James, please, would you like to unmute yourself and ask your question? Yeah, it's just a, a quick one. I wondered how high frequency-wise the human body is capable of raising to. Before is it becomes non-physical? Um, I, I don't know how I, I'm not sure if that would be yeah I, I guess so yeah like how like how much for example could um could it be raised up to by perhaps someone who's a spiritual person and you know um following a regular practice kind of thing if you want to remain in your physical bodies you can go up to 250 to 300,000 cycles per second but remember after 300,000 cycles per second you would feel you don't need a body you yourself would want to become non-physical so which also matches with that frequency because around 330,000 cycles for a second, you technically become non-physical. Doesn't mean that you die. It's just that your body also merges with your consciousness and becomes non-physical. So when when you fall asleep, um, and for example, when I get triggered into an out-of-body experience, does that mean that um, some that my vibration kind of goes up to that point when you fall asleep and that then would trigger that sort of experience in a different dimensional plane you don't need to 
raise your vibration to 300,000 cycles per second to have an out-of-body experience. It's just your soul switching its perspective from the physical body to the astral body and experiencing the astral realm. So your physical body does change its vibration when you are having an astral projection, but it's not required to be as high as that. It has nothing to do with being non-physical or being spiritually enlightened, though most people who are having astral experiences would have higher vibration in general. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. On this note, when you are having an astral experience, if by some means you could measure your breathing pattern, how you're breathing, for how long you're breathing, how many breaths you're taking per second, if you can keep track of your breath through some device when you're sleeping and having an astral projection as an experiment, you can induce astral experiencing experience by mimicking that breath pattern mm. because your body breathes in a very specific way when you are projecting astrally. So if you can mimic that breathing pattern exactly the way when you were doing when you were projecting you will be able to create an out-of-body experience right then and there that's awesome thank you so much like we said you can control each and every aspect of your physical body through your breath and there are many applications if you are interested you should definitely look into pranayama because it allows you to control your breath and create certain effects in your body. Thank you. Thank you, James. So uh, are we done with the questions? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes. Let's take a few deep breaths before we begin our permission slip. Let's do 7171 breathing, count of seven, inhale, hold for one count, count of seven, exhale, hold for one count. Do at least five cycles starting now together with us.
in today's permission slip, we are going to show you how you can consciously connect with the astral aura or the dimension or the astral universe, consciously speaking. So your astral aura or the astral realm is connected with your heart center, whereas the mental aura or the mental realm is connected with your Ajna chakra. So we can only do one exercise. So today we are going to help you connect with the astral world. So put your hand on your heart so that you are physically able to maintain your focus on your heart center. Your heart center is not located on the left side of your body. This is a misconception and we would like to correct it. Your heart center is exactly at the center of your chest. Your heart, your physical heart might be slightly to the left, but it's so slight that you can ignore that almost and consider it almost in the center. So touch your physical heart or your heart center, whatever you wish to call, to focus your attention on the place you are touching your skin on your chest. Take deep breaths, deep belly breaths, and connect with what emotions you are feeling. What sensations do you feel in your body? Those are your emotions expressing themselves physically. Pay attention to your body and notice what sensations are happening and ask, if I had to name that sensation that I'm feeling in the body, what is it? Now that you know what emotion you were feeling in the body, see if the emotion is gone or is it still there. Whatever is remaining. Now, with that name of that emotion that you have in your mind, focus on 
the part of your fingers that's touching your heart or your skin and ask with this sensation that i'm feeling this emotion i felt or am i feeling right now where in the astral realm can i be right now and notice what comes up it could come as a sensation it could come as an image a visual it could come as sounds or voices smells or a feeling and try to decipher whatever comes up where are you in the astral realm based on your current feelings you would be transported to a matching vibration in the astral realm how is that experience what do you see what do you feel what do you smell be present and experiencing experience it now Come back to now. Gently come back to now. You can remove your hand from your heart. Using this experience, you can have more conscious experience of astral realm. And this will also prepare you to eventually have out-of-body experiences at some point of time. You can do it as many times as you want if you are really interested in having out-of-body experiences. This permission slip will mentally and emotionally prepare you to have such experiences. And in that way, you can explore what else you have in your reality bubble. Your reality bubble is vast, is an universe by itself. With this, we are going to take our leave today. And we wish you to have fun with this permission slip. Good day. Good day.
How was it? How was the exercise? It was awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah terrific. Very good. I was in nice. nature. <laughs> I found myself. I was um, in space, sitting in a chair, having a cup of tea. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found myself. And that, in, that calmed me. Sorry. That calmed me. I, I, my body became really calm. Amazing. What about you, James? Um, I found myself floating above the clouds in, in the blue sky, looking at the sun. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. I felt a bit expansive. I didn't see anything as such, except I felt like expansive around the probably third eye area. It just sort of went lot, a little lighter, but I didn't see any specific images per se. It just what about the sensations? Opened up. What about Sorry? the physical? What about the physical sensations? What feelings? Um, the only feeling I sort of felt was a little tingling in some of my fingers, but uh, on the heart, it was basically the palm of my hand near the heel of the hand, where I felt a sort of a, a, a it wasn't a temperature, but it was just a feeling there. Yeah, I can't explain it any more than that, rather. That's yeah. fine. So pay attention to the feelings you're feeling. You will be able to uh, get a sense of that feeling. Next time when you do this exercise, try to decipher this feeling. Like, where am I? Just ask that question. If you are just getting a feeling and nothing else, oh, yeah. then you will get more insight. So explore it. Like, yeah. become interactive. That's a great question. Where am I? Yeah, because you were somewhere else. That's why you're feeling the different sensations. I'll stop the recording. <laughs>